Hello and welcome to Your Light is Fearless. My name is Amber. I am your host. And today's episode is a special episode where I share with you an actual mentorship session that I have with a dear client named Krista, who is a beautiful channel. And she hired me to teach her how to read the Akashic Records in a private mentorship. And this is a juicy conversation. There are so many teaching moments here, as well as just shared insight into both of our journeys and many things about the Akashic Records, as well as transformation, dreams. We talk about the Palladians. Krista channels the Palladians. We talk about all the things. Please enjoy. Get yourself a cup of coffee. Grab a cup of tea. Sit down and relax with me and listen to some of the ways in which I like to teach about how to read the Akashic Records. So if you are interested in how to read the Akashic Records, I do have a new group online class coming soon. Go ahead to my Instagram at Malibu Medium and put your name on the waitlist so you will be the first to know when I launch my first ever online group class. And if you are interested in receiving your own soul reading, your own own Akashic Record reading, you can head to my website or my Instagram and book in your session as well as if you would like to have private mentorship. This is something that I offer to, I only have spots for a few people. So if you would like that, just please DM me on Instagram and now just enjoy the show and meet Krista. Hi. Yay, this is so exciting. I'm like, this is so fun. <laughs> I know. I it's just like a pleasure because I just love it. I love what I do. And you're doing so well. So, you know, it's exciting. So tell me more about like what else has come up. Okay. Um, actually, I wanted to ask you something about a dream that I had last night. Because mm-hmm. maybe it's like connected. Um, so I feel like I've always kind of lucid dreamed ever since I was like younger. Me too. Yeah. Um, but like, so like most of the time when I was younger, it would be like, I was in a scary dream and then I would be like, this is a dream. Close your eyes. And then I would go one, two, three. And I open my eyes and then be Were awake. you still in the dream? Oh, you would wake up. Yeah. Okay. Like to take myself out of the dream. Okay. Um, but last night was interesting because it was more than that. So I had a dream I was being attacked mm-hmm. and then like, it was like men were attacking me and there was, they were like coming towards me mm-hmm. and I was like, um, I can get out of this. And then I started to walk backwards and I was like, they're closing their eyes now. And then they like, they started to close their eyes and then I kept walking back. I'm, like, I'm like, this is Halloween. Like, <laughs> I kept walking backward and then I was like, you can go anywhere you want right now. Where do you want to go? Wow. And then I, was, I like, I'm obsessed with Paris. So I was like, I want to go to Paris. And then like, I woke up. It was weird. Okay. So it not in my world. It's not weird at all in my world. I mean, it's actually so natural. It's just, I, 
I know everyone can lucid dream. I don't know why like you and me just do naturally. So all it really means is that we're consciously aware in the dream state. So you're, as you know, you're talking to yourself in the dream. It's almost like our, you, so when we go to sleep, our soul's awake and doing work and, and going on different realms and, and doing things like that. But it, it's like to be awake on a conscious level that you can then remember in the every, in your human experience in that day, like even to remember what you were saying is a gift. Okay. So I want to say so many things. What probably what's happening is when you're working in the records, it's the study and the work of consciousness, right? So you're activating the ability to lucid dream because you're accessing your expanded consciousness, your expanded awareness. And the only thing though, that I would say is like, you could program your dreams at nighttime to go into that lucid state, but to go into higher realms. So in that astral realm that we go to when we're sleeping, um, there's lower and higher realms of astral, like the astral realm. And so it, the astral realm is connected to our subconscious mind, which also has different levels. So you're like kind of in that lower level, which is maybe the fear of like, you know, someone attacking me, but then your soul is like, oh no, I'm ready here to help you. And like, let's go somewhere else. But what I would try to do is program your mind when, before you go to sleep to, to have an intention to go to a certain dimension, but like a higher dimension to either ask a question that you want to know guidance around or to go to a higher dimension, maybe to visit the Palladians or the Arcturians or to call, go to the angelic realm and then see what, what happens when you're in the higher realm of the astral realm, the higher realms of the astral realm dimension, I should say. And, and then you're consciously directing it because what I, what I do like, like three times a week, I'm talking to my guides and the angels in my dreams. So it's lucid dreaming, but I'm having full channeled conversations like about just things about myself as a soul, but also about the collective. I'm like, sometimes I visit other people. Sometimes other people say that I visit, you know, that they remember me visiting them. So I just want you to program yourself to have like a little bit of a higher purpose that maybe, cause like, why put yourself through the fear? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so now it's like, you know, you can direct the show with your awareness, but direct it in a way that might give you more guidance too. But all that tells me is that you naturally have the ability to connect to your, to your consciousness and you naturally, you, you naturally have the ability really to read the records because some people do, and some people don't, I work with people who just can't get the information now, everybody can to some degree and, and you can exercise that muscle, but you have a natural ability and that just kind of goes hand in hand, that lucid dreaming, right? So does that answer your question? Yeah, definitely. Because I, I think it's interesting how like I was always doing that, like kind of, and then like now it's like getting more, I don't know, 
Right. It's heightened because you're, it's like, you're opening the door to consciousness. So, so think of it like this. Our consciousness is unlimited. It's free and it is God. It is source. It's just the one consciousness that we stem from that has different layers and levels of dimensions and each layer and level of dimension has its own vibration. It has the sum of a certain quality of vibration. So the first and the second and the third dimensional realms have lower vibrations, right? And so when you're in those lower vibrations, you're also tied to lower awareness. So everything is interconnected. So lower dimensions, lower vibrations, lower levels of awareness, which those lower levels of awareness is our thinking and feeling self or thinking and feeling minds, but on the lower scale scale. So as you raise your conscious or as you expand your consciousness, you climb the ladder of awareness. What happens is you connect to the higher, those higher level of awarenesses, the way that it goes, it goes your regular thinking and your regular feeling. And then it goes to more of a, the soul level is more of a reasoning and an understanding. And then it goes to like higher and higher, higher levels of consciousness, which after understanding and reasoning is ultimately oneness. And in oneness, you're just completely whole. And there's not, there's not even an experience of reasoning or understanding because you're you're not in separation of source does that make sense yes okay so the lower levels that you're going to in your dreams you're consciously aware of what's happening and that's good because it's showing you that you're go- you're in those lower le- levels of consciousness that are more fear-based that are more of the the hidden kind of shadow side which is not even bad it's not like bad it's just like maybe fun to experience the other realms right Mm -hmm. so as you expand your consciousness and actually this I wanted to say this when you go into the records you are connected to the soul realm the soul realm is understanding reasoning what are some other words it's it's big picture, higher perspective, and it's seen all the, the, the layers and levels of experience. So you can identify and see what you are thinking and feeling on a daily basis, just, just like in itself, just status quo. Like I doesn't matter if it's like lower or higher vibrational thinking, like it could be, you just, you are able to identify what it is. Cause that's always the first step identifying what's going on. And then because you're connected in the records to that soul level, you also then get to see the understanding around it, the purpose behind it, the expanded version within it. So you're seeing just, again, big picture understanding. So it kind of brings me to the structure of a reading, whether you're working with yourself or someone else is always that you will meet your client or yourself at their soul level, even though they bring to you, let's say like, um, human problems, human struggles, what the ultimate purpose is, is that you're, you're 
meeting them at that soul level. So you, you validate and you understand in non-judgment what they're going through now, but you're always bringing them to their soul's higher understanding and reasoning. Like why are, or why am I, if you're reading for yourself, why am I experiencing this block? Why am I experiencing this limitation? There's always a good reason for it in our human experience, even in, um, even in, let's say, the inner critical voice that we have, we always have a good reason for that. So if you want to go into discovering, self-discovery of like some of the limitations that you have that are around mindset, that so that are around the inner critic voice that we have, that kind of ties to perfectionism, which I know we've talked about, maybe shame or embarrassment, it's a very interesting thing to walk yourself through the trail of consciousness to say, okay, what's happening. Okay. I'm talking to myself in this very, you know, negative self-talk way, this inner critical voice. Okay. So first you want to always start with like a starting point. So you're like, okay, I'm talking to my, I'm telling myself, you know, I'm ugly. And this is like what I, this is something that I just went through. I'm going to use myself as an example. I, I tend to go to very low places in my mind and I can easily like feel inferior or insecure in certain situations and shame myself and say, you know, you're, you're ugly. You're, you're, I'm trying to use words. I know they're uncomfortable, but like you're fat, you're ugly. I could say this to myself. And usually what happens is we just stop there. We, we, we have friction to that. We realize, oh, that's probably not a nice thing to say about myself, but we don't know what to do. So we just stay in the habitual loop of inner critic voice, right? This horrible way to treat ourselves. And we just stay in that lower level of consciousness because we don't know what to do. But when you bring to your records, let's say, hey, record keeper guides. This is what I'm experiencing. I noticed that I tell myself that I'm ugly, that I'm fat, that I'm, you know, whatever these things. And you kind of offer it up to them. And you say, you, you ask for guidance around that. What the first thing they will show you is why you're saying that. So you get to that root cause. So this is, this is what happens in your, the work that you do for yourself, reading for yourself and for someone else. So there's, I want to, you know, tell you that because if eventually if you read for other people, it, it's going to be some things the same, some things a little different, but still the same structure. So if someone, a client tells you, you know, this is what's happening, you, you can understand that you're going to, this, the, the structure of a reading will be similar to what you would do for yourself or someone else. So, so the record keeper guides will start to explain your, the reason why you feel that that is your truth or the reason that the root cause of like why you're doing that. So for instance, for me, um, in the self shame that I, inflict upon myself that I experience, I am validating a part of myself that wants to be good enough. So in some level, I, I have a desire to experience love for myself and other people. 
But some part of me feels that the way that I can receive love is through perfection. And so if I reprimand myself and shame myself for those the, those kinds of negative self-talks, then in some way, I feel that I am, I am going towards love because I have maybe associated the meaning of love with perfection or associated the meaning of love that it has to be good enough to receive love. So you start to go through, oh, okay, I, I see why I did that. And what's the, what's the, what's the truth beyond that for me? What, what is my ultimate actual real desire around this self-love and love? Oh, okay. So I want love. And what is the way that I can achieve that? What is that new shift in how I can achieve that in a way that will serve me, that will support me, that will be, you know, um, loving is to, is to reframe and create a new way to desire and receive love. And so sometimes when someone says in life, like, you know, just reframe your thoughts, like, you're not walking through that trail of consciousness to see, well, what's your starting point? Why were you doing that? What is that root cause? And then, and then you walk yourself through that shift of perspective of how can you get yourself in your mind in your consciousness to go through that, that trail of transformation to identify what's happening, what you really want, what you can do, what's a better way that you could, you know, talk to yourself. And as you go through that trail, what happens is you start to believe it because you are allowing yourself to, to understand it. And that's how you make these shifts in your life for yourself and for your clients. And I don't even know why I just said that. <laughs> I'm like, um, I think it's because I was going through that. And I think it's because too, I want you to understand there's no rules to anything. And not every question has to have the complete layer of root cause, understanding, expanded version, potential around it. Sometimes you want that. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes for a formal session, you, I do try to do that more so. So I leave my client with more of a complete picture, a complete healing kind of cycle for myself. Sometimes I only have time for one step. Sometimes I'm in the shower or I'm getting ready or I'm running around and I'm like, okay, I'm really struggling with this. I just need to understand a little bit more. And then I just let myself get to that first step. So, so, do, so that's, what's different about reading for yourself and someone else. You have your lifetime to self-discover and be self-realize what's going on, but for a client, it's going to be more structured. Yeah. That's, okay. that's not difficult. I feel like, could it be, is it difficult sometimes when you're not like maybe getting that complete picture? You know what? It's, um, it, it's. It's not difficult when you understand that you, it's a collaborative effort with your client. So you're able to get from your client each level of awareness of where they're at and what they need to know. So, so your client will always in their question, you will always want them to tell you like the full story around their question and the context. Okay. So you're not just starting from nothing. You want like the deepest layer of authentic 
need or the, the deepest layer of awareness around the question. Okay. So you, you need to know that because if not, it's kind of like you could spend two hours just guessing, like, what's your question? No, you always make your client do some work. What's your question? Why are you asking that question? How are you experiencing that question? So you need them to tell you a little bit about the question. Okay. This is how I work. And then once they start telling you about the question, you, you channel the first layer of understanding, and then you can ask them, how do you understand that? Um, what, what do you take from that? And then from that, you're, you're, it's this collaborative effort where you go to the next step. And then sometimes what I do is if my client has one question, I start to ask the next questions because I know the end goal. I know what they need is to get to the final aha moment. So when all I need is the first level of awareness around the question. And then when I get that level of awareness, you put yourself in their shoes and you think, what else will they need to know? They're going to need to know the next step. Okay. Got that next step. Now, what else do they need to know? They need to know what is their truth. They need to know what are their other possibilities. They need to know maybe practical steps. It's a little different within each question, but it's, it's always expansive. Like, okay, they, we need to know more. We need to understand more. And together you with your client can say like, do you understand? Does this complete, do you feel complete? Do you feel like this is, you know, you can always do that. You can say, does that, do you need to understand more? Um, sometimes, most of the time, most people are not used to having the deepness of self-reflection and they're not used to going so deep in their awareness. And that's when you, as the guide, can ask the questions for them so that you feel like you've given them the root cause, the understanding around it, how they can release it, how they can move forward and what is their potential without that limitation. So you could spend an hour on one question in a reading. You, as you get more practice, you could do more. You don't have to because one shift in one question affects all areas of their life. So if you're talking to them about a struggle and it has to do with a trauma or, a, or just any limitation, a mindset, you know, any little tiny mindset, let's say shame, when you help them shift that shame, it helps them shift their journey with self-love, with self-worth. It helps them shift so many areas around their life. So you're not doing them a disservice. It's a huge um, amount of, of energetic shifting and healing to, to go through just one pattern or dynamic that needs to be healed. And it doesn't mean that it's complete, you know, I mean, but usually clients are not like, give me the completion, you know, like they understand, like usually it's fine, but that's why usually you can only do like three questions in a, in an hour or, you can do more rapid questions, but the questions will not go through all those layers of awareness. The questions might be just very direct, you know, mm -hmm. but we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> but I guess I, maybe this was happening because you do understand information. You, I mean, you, I mean, you do understand how to perceive information. So, you know, 
we, that it's a whole other thing reading for other people, but you'll probably progress forward more so, but have you, have you connect, I want to know from you, like, have you connected, um, or, or actually how are you connecting easily only when you're like doing other things or are you having trouble? Like, where are you having trouble connecting? If at all, So I did um, another walking one mm-hmm. and I found that, that I feel like the walking is like, I get the most, which is interesting. I know because you quiet, you're quieting your conscious mind. It's, it's, it's a rhythm. It gets you into this light channeled state motion does that. Yeah. I got some, I actually wanted to ask you about it. Cause I couldn't even like decipher the information. Okay. Yeah. That happens. Okay. Tell me. Okay. Um, let me, I tried to write it down as I was doing it. This is um, not like the ice skating one or is it? No, this a is different one. one. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> um, that was like so comforting that made that mm-hmm. just like shifted everything. Yes. Um, so I was like asking questions about like my mindset towards my business and being like, again, like that perfectionism and like, um, like just wanting to know all the answers and like, how can I make more money? What do I need to do next? Like that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then like feeling down upon my, feeling down on myself when I'm not like maybe reaching a certain goal or something like that. And then it's just like a spiraling effect. And then like, I I pictured like, Wait, hold on. Did you, was that the whole, that all that stuff was like one question kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. That's where like, that was like the start. It was like a few questions of that. Okay. Okay. And then I like got the answer that you can like shift your perspective and then like you can see a new reality. Mm -hmm. So like, because I was asking about like, let me think. So I was saying how like I become obsessive and then like I'll feel down then then I'm like not creative. Yeah. Which which is not good for my business. So if I even when I'm in that space, I from this answer I understand that like I can just Okay, hold on. I want to say something. Okay. Sorry, I'm like so always okay. It's perfect because we need this to, to teach you. If I don't have anything to teach you, what am I here for? So when you ask the question, I love how you went to them with a lot of information, because I think the worst thing is when people just say, what's my purpose. And you're like, no, no, no. Like your purpose is to be alive and divine. Like, so you need the context. So that's great. Keep doing that, going into them with the whole story. They gave you one little tidbit. Did did you um, keep asking questions? Yeah. So it got really interesting. So okay. then I saw like bubbles, like on top. So like on top of a surface bubble, different bubbles. And mm-hmm. it's like you can, each bubble is a reality. And then you're able to like pop one and then jump into the other one or right. like stay in, in like multiple ones at a time. Mm-hmm. And then. Like if something's not serving you, just jump into another one. And then I asked for more info about that. And then it was like, you believe you're in one place because one place is all you can physically see. But how about beyond what you can physically see that you're able to feel? 
did you, did you understand that? Okay. So did you tell them that you don't understand that at that yeah. time? So I said, like, how am I able to feel these mm-hmm. other realities? And then it was like, you can simply choose to feel them if you want, if you want to, but you're already feeling like, so from what I got, like, this is like, so weird. So that you can be in one reality. And then like, if you want to say like, I'm really upset because I'm not meeting my business goal. And then I'm just going to stay upset and then everything else is going to feel horrible and then just spirals. Mm -hmm. Or I can say, I want to be in a new reality, even though I'm still stuck in this situation. That's okay. I know that I can continue to go on. And then there's like a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. I look at those that I think that they're trying to say that those are two separate realities Mm -hmm. and that you can go into the, you can shift out of that bad mindset whenever you want to go into that new one, even when it might not be working out in the way that you think. Right. Okay. So the only true reality we have is our awareness in the present moment. So my reality is different from your reality. And both of our realities are shifting every second of the day when we shift our awareness. So really all that it's showing you is revealing the empowerment around how our inner world creates our outer world. And they're just, you know, you came to them with like a struggle and they're giving you, they're giving you that soul level truth, which is always the divine level, which is that we are unlimited possibilities at all times. And yet we're co-creating our reality through our awareness. So I, I think that what you might be experiencing is first of all, understanding something in a, in an esoteric level that might not be hard to put into words. That's one thing that can happen. It's like a knowing it's like a remembering on a soul level. Like, okay, I understand this. I don't maybe know how to even explain that. I understand this, but then the other side of it is good that you are talking with me and with yourself about like, what does this mean? And how do I understand this? So you can apply it on a practical level. So you, this is how the guides speak. And this is the kind of information they give you because they give you the the highest perspective and the highest understanding. They don't give you the human understanding. They give you a remember the soul understanding, which is reasoning, reasoning and understanding. But it's also in in the higher consciousness that you are connecting to the higher consciousness has within it, the universal laws it has within it, you know, principles and energetic understandings. And sometimes it, it takes a lifetime to understand what it means to live those principles. Because when people talk about the law of attraction, we all understand it on a conscious level, but to live in that vibration is experiential. And so they're planting the seed in your mind and you're understanding it on one level. And the more you contemplate it and the more you live it and the more you allow yourself to play with it and to say, to utilize it in every moment of your day, when you catch yourself in a lower mindset and then say, Oh, I remember 
what they said. Okay. Now how can I apply that to this situation? And then, Oh, okay. I can do this. I can understand this. And so that's how Akashic record development is the way it works is it's transforming you and evolving your consciousness. You know, you can't, it's not just like mediumship where you can learn to connect to a spirit you're Mm -hmm. connecting to consciousness and to higher understanding. So don't worry about understanding it fully and don't worry about needing to like have a solution to it and fix it. Oh, okay. I got this. And now I need to do this. It's just, I got this and now I can play with that. I got this understanding and now I can apply it to my life and I can, it can help me when I need help. And sometimes wisdom is like, it's great to know, but it's more about how you use it, which you can only use it when you need it. And you know what I mean? Like we, I can, they can tell us all the things in the world, but when we need to use it is when we really integrate it. So, so you'll integrate it bit by bit, bit slowly, you know, um, you're still a human. And, and, and so we have to be patient with ourselves because I think that we're very similar. And I understand this is that perfectionism level is, is you want completion. So you want to get it and to just do it good all the time, but it's not a, you, there, there's never, you can never be better than who you are just as a per like who you are like now. So you don't have to strive or worry about how you can apply the spiritual philosophy that they download to you. It's more about like accepting it, embracing it, and then just applying it to your life the best you can, which is always good enough. Okay. And then sometimes like, maybe if I don't understand something now, will it just like come to me randomly? And I'm like, oh yeah, I get it now. Or like some part of Yeah. And, and you can say, you know, you can say to them, I don't understand, show me, reveal to me in my life, or you can have an experience that you say, oh, I think that this has to do with what they were trying to tell me. And then you talk to your guides in that moment. Okay. What does this mean about how can I apply that to this situation? So that's the dance. Like that's the that's the, the way we use the records for our life in eternity, because you're always seeking understanding. So like if something comes up in a mindset or in anything in your life, like today, tomorrow, anytime, go back to that level of understanding and just ask them for more guidance around it. So it's like never complete, like it is, but it isn't. It, it's, it's a level of understanding in the moment And then the next moment you're in, you might want more understanding. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Okay. Because, you know, I wish that I could say like, oh, well, I have, you know, the voice of the inner critic and I received this information from my records and now it's completely healed. But it's like, it, it isn't really like that, right? It's like the path to wholeness is like light our lifetime. Like that's what, that's why we're here. Just, I mean, so we, we have to sometimes just like get used to just we're healing all the time. 
Yeah. And it would be boring if everything was perfect. That's yeah. And that's also, and I've always told, I always, when I ask them about that, they always say, well, that's relative. Like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Everything is relative. If when you have a fight with someone, if I have a fight with my wife, she's right in her reality, but so am I. And I always say like, your truth is your truth. So our truths are our truths. Even someone who is like a horrible person, they think that they're truth because they, because we do create our reality through what we're thinking and feeling reality is subjective. It's like all an illusion, (laughs) but that's like a whole nother thing. Okay. (laughs) That like, that gets me down the rabbit hole and I'm like, what is life? Like, I don't get it, but I can't even, I can't even, um, what, any other questions that have come up? Or any um, questions that you have now that have come up just based on what we're talking about? Um, I definitely have been asking like similar questions, all basically a lot of the mindset ones, and I still do get a different answer every time, which is good. That's right? great because what that shows is what just what happens because because our awareness is different and our awareness is tied to maybe what's happening around us and circumstances, we will always need to know different things. So if you have self-worth issues, um, they're going to come up in work a million different ways, and they're going to come up with your family a million different ways. So whatever the, the voice of wisdom is that comes to you is going to be what you need to hear in that moment that will shift your consciousness. So there can never be one solution, one, one nugget of wisdom. One, it, it can never be. It's just, it's just like unlimited, um, information and possibility around what we need to know to shift our consciousness in that moment. So, so that actually shows me that you're really connected to the records because it, it, it's how it works. That's just how it is. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, it's how it is. Cause like I asked a similar, I was asking the same type thing from the, bu- the bubble thing. And then I asked something similar yesterday, I think it was. And it was all about like how you have to surrender your whatever you want. Like you have to surrender the outcome in order to see um, like progress, I guess. D- to fixate on it is not going to help you. Right. And see, that's taking you through the trail of like what else, what is, what other information do you need to know? that's building upon that first thing that they showed you with the bubbles and how, you know, you can jump to different realities. And then did you also take it further? Mm-hmm. Did? Okay, okay, good. Yes. And then I got like, um, come, um, sorry, my handwriting is like scary. Um, oh, come, okay. So is mine. <laughs> it comes in time at, but lessons and growth are necessary along the way. It's like not the snap of your fingers. So like in order to get to that next step, you do have to learn something. You can't just jump. Okay. And then it was, and then I, I also, I, this, this is something that keeps happening to me. It's like my head feels like so large. Yeah. 
it's, it's the energy. It's the energy because, you know, we're using our crown chakra like so much with our um, connection to the records. And that's where energetically I feel my awareness expanded is all in my head. When, if it feels uncomfortable, practice expanding your heart and practice um, grounding into mother earth, whichever way you want, whether it's like a sinking feeling into maybe where you're sitting or roots coming out of your feet. But what sometimes happens for me is like, because I'm expanding my crown chakra so much, it's an imbalance in my chakras. So you can try kind of expanding all of your, all of your chakras before you open the records, you know, and this would be more formal. I mean, I wouldn't, I would, I personally would never do this every time I open the records. I just, it would be like too much, but you could so that it's not imbalanced and then practice bringing your aura back closer to you so that you don't end up feeling like just like your head is so big and like there's so much pressure and information because that happens to me I'm like oh my god like I have to like bring it back in it's like I'm almost like falling forward because there's so much pressure here yeah it's so because you're holding so much energetic information so allow it to expand and then allow it to come back because you're the expansion of your chakras, which is the consciousness is inner chakras, um, will affect our aura, which is like kind of the, the layers of energy around us. And it's kind of like, you know, if you go to the mall or like, I don't know, a place where you just don't like someone, I, I, you don't want to have your aura like all out here and have everyone invite all in just like, so bring it back. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, wait, maybe, are you closing the records when you're done? Okay. Mm -hmm. When you close the records, kind of think of your own prayer ritual to, to maybe bring your energy back to yourself and, and, and say something about how you want your chakras to be aligned, but kind of back to a state of balance, you know, something like that. I'll normally do like, um, the records are not closed and three times, and then I'll picture like a book closing. Yeah. That's, I, I, I used to picture a book opening when I opened the records. And for some reason, I always go like this because it's almost like I'm energetically closing, right? Because if you're, you're connecting to the universal mind, we're always connected to that. But at the same time, it, I think it's too much to stay connected to it with intention all the time, because our, we're healing the collective by healing ourselves. So we don't always have to open ourselves up to everyone. You, you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Um, oh, and then the other part of that question, I pictured, I saw like surrender, like you surrender the outcome and then you get your next steps. Then you surrender the outcome again, then you get your next step. And it was like a game of like, clue like you get a clue and then you go and then you have to surrender again and then you'll get your next that was like what I pictured and and so you're so you're obviously what you're getting is like visual perception and I feel like you're also getting a lot of energetic understanding which happens to me too it's almost like 
you can receive the wisdom through a download of thought and through the reinforcement of it in a visual sense, pet perception. But then it's also speaking to an energetic shift. So it's almost like each shift of awareness, they're, the way that they're describing it to you, for, to me, means that it's they're reinforcing it energetically by showing you like almost like the bubbles and the, the steps. And I, 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 I don't know how, I hope this makes sense, but it's, it's all about like, because we're in that expanded awareness, we're not perceiving the information one way we're Mm -hmm. perceiving it within our whole mind, body, soul. So you're perceiving it in your awareness, you're perceiving it in your heart and you're perceiving it energetically. That's what I think is happening with you. Something that I definitely think I'm struggling with is knowing where the information is coming from or like who I'm connecting with. I can't always like get that. Okay. I, I, I don't try to get that, but I also don't try not to because the beings in the records are energy. They're enlightened beings and they're not human. So they don't really come in human features. So you're really actually connecting to just like lights, light, like balls of energy, just energy. So that's why it feels very elusive because we're so used to feeling our, our dog or our, 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 the person next to us, or even just even like, um, we're, we're used to feeling energy and seeing it at the same time, but you're just receiving energy from an enlightened being who has no physical human form now. So, but if you are worried about, is this an ascended master? Is this my Akashic guide? Is this an angel? Um, there are qualities and characteristics that they come with, um, ascended masters and Akashic guides will feel more informative with language. It will feel more like the way they speak is very much about wisdom, about parables, signs, and symbols they have. It's kind of like, I always look at it like almost like the Eastern, you know, philosophy and religions of like the, you know, the ascended masters, they're always the way that they talk is just very um, ancient. And it kind of has this feeling and the angels are more energy. They're more about high vibrations and love. And they usually do healing with you energetically. They, they usually, at least this is my experience. Um, your past loved ones will almost always actually for me, always tell me like, Oh, I'm her grandmother or I'm did that. They'll it's like, because they're, they're not necessarily enlightened beings. They're just, you know, your past loved ones. Um, okay. So the ascended masters, um, the higher dimensional beings that maybe are from other planets, um, I will usually kind of get a feeling that they'll present themselves. So whenever you're unsure, think about the information you're getting. Okay. So, and, and then ask who it is, if you want to know who it is, but please don't get too caught up about like needing to know that 
when I do a reading for someone, I mean, sometimes I'll say, oh, no, this is your grandmother. Um, I feel this might be an angel. But if I'm connecting to the Akashic guides, I'm connecting to a, a collection of energy that is like mm-hmm. next to me and they don't have names. They're just mm-hmm. energy. So I'm never like, there are three Akashic guides here because it just doesn't matter. They're, they're just the, the vibrational energy of the Akasha They're you know, they don't have a name or a physical form. So you don't need to worry about that. But I think that you will know when you have like a Palladian being or an Arcturian being or a past loved one, I think you will start to know that that will come with time. And if you are in your own reading and you're like, Oh, who am I connecting with? And you ask what happens? Have you asked? Yes. Well, like, um, when was, Oh, the bubble one. Mm -hmm. I asked and it was like, I, I got like, it doesn't matter who I am. (laughs) I'm sorry, but right. I just said that. <laughs> I know. Well, and it's kind of like, it's really hard to like, even for me to understand because sometimes I feel like they're a group of beings. They're not necessarily like one person. And so it's almost like, how could they explain that to you? I mean, they could, um, but it's just not the same way that we understand like, people in our daily life. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would do more is like, depending on what the question you have, ask for a specialty guide, like with your business, if you want to know something, if you're working on something, maybe ask for a specialty guide with recipes or a special, I mean, this is like, you probably don't need that, but I'm just saying ask for a specialty guide. And then it, it will be more important that the information they give you is is specific and very specialty and and that might be fun you know mm-hmm. and and then you'll get to know that it's not that they're coming with a name or it, it's it's they're coming with information okay I think I also would love to know when it's my great grandma and when it's not but I guess with time that will come too right do you feel her when you when have you gotten in have do you feel like you've connected to her in the records Yes. And do you feel, I feel like, she, oh, sorry. I, I feel like she is like, she is like helping me do this and helping me like transform into like the person I meant to be. And I think that she's like the main person that's there. I never, I didn't really feel any other like past loved one there. Okay. So that's the other thing is a, when you're opening your records, it can be that you have Akashic guides with you and your grandmother and an angel. It's not always just one. They can be all around you. And maybe maybe one collection of energy is talking is the one giving you the information and then it can change. So your grandmother might be, you might feel her presence, but maybe an Akashic guide is talking or your grandmother might be talking, but you still feel the presence of the, of the enlightened, of the Akashic guides, right? So they're kind of, they just like to kind of surround you and show up. Um, okay. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? And also your grandmother's going to have the feeling of her around because she was a person The Kashuk guides, maybe they were a person before Maybe not. I think they're more just enlightened beings. I think it's hard because I never met her, but that's like a whole nother thing. 
You know, I never met my grandfather and he's with me all the time too. And I talk to him. Um, you can build a relationship with someone in spirit and in the records in from that energetic presence, you can get to know them and you get to know them on a deeper level. So I have the same thing with my grandfather. It's so crazy. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Cause it shows that you like when someone dies, that doesn't mean they're gone. Not at all. No. So you're building a relationship with her and it's like, it can be done. It's not always talked about, um, but I have experienced that. So I know that you can, you know? Yeah, I definitely am. I feel it. Yeah. Okay. What else? Do, or do you want to open your records and, and do a walkthrough? Yeah. I was going to ask you also, can I, you mentioned like going into the records and like asking for like information not like around a, not around like a question uh -huh. for me, but yeah. Can we do something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So what we could do is we could, you could pick, if you want to connect to a dimension, like, um, a starseed planet or, or do you want to understand a spiritual principle? Like, do you want to know about oneness? Do you want to know about the law of attraction? Do you want to know, um, or do you want to connect to the Pleiadians or, you know, so it's sky's the limit. Would you know what you would want to do? Yeah, let's do the Pleiadians. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll open your records and then we'll, when we um, plug in, I call them of the plate. So instead of your name, just say the Pleiadians, the Pleiadian okay. collective, the Pleiadian collective, maybe. And, and then once you say the Akashic Records is open, you with intention are in the, you're connected to the Palladian Collective, but then ask for a Palladian guide to, to, show, to show up, see if you get information or you can think of a question that you want right now. And it can be a little bit more general. In this way, it's maybe a little bit more general, like, what do you want to say to me today? Or what, what, you know, um, any question you really want and, and then see, see what happens. And then I'll walk And if you need help, I mean, I'll help, I'll be helping you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can read it out loud and just say the Palladium collective instead of the name and we'll go from there. Okay. Opening my awareness to the light of the Akasha, I see I am one with this light. The light of the Akasha fills me now. This is the light of my soul. I am one with all. I am one with the light of the Akasha. Placing my attention at the portal of my heart, I open the dimensional field of the Akashic records and activate within me the 12 light rays of source consciousness. My consciousness is anchored in the Akashic records now. I call upon the record keeper guides, councils, angels, and master teachers of the Palladian Collective to bring forward the highest wisdom, information, and guidance that serves the healing, transformation, and spiritual evolution journey of the Palladian Collective's highest path and purpose now 
the Akashic Records are now open. The Akashic Records are now open. Akashic Records are now open. So I should just ask for the guide, right, to step forward? You can ask. You can ask for whatever you want. I want you to kind of just intuit into it. Do you, do you, are you starting to feel an energy around connection to the Palladians as, as like a dement, you know, as a whole? Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like one specific. Okay. So you either can stay in the collection, the collective consciousness of the Palladian planet, or you can ask for a guide, a Palladian guide to come forward. You can ask for your Palladian guide to come forward. Okay. Can my Palladian guide step forward and show me what I need to know today or tell me what I need to know today? Okay, um, so they're saying that they've seen me and been around me and I had an experience when I thought they, like I was falling asleep and I thought they were next to me and that they're confirming that that was them. Okay. So go ahead and just have your, like a conversation and start to just See if they want to tell you anything. And then if not, you know, you can ask them questions. They're saying that they want to tell me more, but I have to be open to understanding and also seeing. How can I, how can I be more open? They said that I can start with dreams. And that I can set out an intention to be with them in my dreams. And they can deliver messages to me that way until I feel more comfortable to feel them around more often in my waking life. And that the, the part that is scary that scary part for me is coming from the words that people use, like the negative connotation around like an alien. Mm -hmm. And then with time, I can possibly share the information. But right now, that's not what's going to happen or doesn't seem like that's what I want. So the do you want to ask them any more about your resistance or the fear and how you can release it? Okay. It's it's the same thing circling back around fear of judgment. Mm -hmm. And that if I don't use the right language. Or if I don't say something in the right manner, someone else might correct me. But we all have our own truth. That goes for everything. 
but that's the block. Okay. And do you want to know more about, again, how to release that block or ask them to do a healing or a transmission on you now? What would you like to do with that information now? Can you do a healing on me for this block? So I'm like seeing stars, like little golden stars around me. Mm -hmm. And then some type of circular light thing. (laughs) That's exactly what I was seeing is a a circle ball of light. Oh my God. Up here. I, yeah, I swear. And I was seeing that before I I prompted you to ask this and I felt like they were going to use that. I feel like it's some sort of device or something that has healing. I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like, will you tell me it's almost, it's like this ball of bubble almost like it's like this and it has like a pink color and I felt like it has light and it was going to do some healing or something. And I saw it on, on your head before I told you to ask that. That's so weird. Okay. That's good then. Mm-hmm. You can ask what it is, or you can just let it do its thing. I'm just going to. because they're telling me that I don't have to put any pressure on myself mm-hmm. yet there right away mm-hmm. that, that that may come in time but right now just like continue on okay so they removed it now and now I'm I'm seeing like light rays here mm-hmm Okay, I think I'm going to end it here. Okay. Thank you for this information and healing. I'm going to close the records now. The records are now closed. The records are now closed. The records are now closed. Okay. So... It's, it's, well, it's really fascinating how we both had that. Like, I almost saw it as like an astronaut, like wears that helmet and it's like that clear glass ball, like over the head. And I was kind of asked, I was like, kind of curious. I was like asking them while you were in there, like, what is that? And I almost felt like it was a shield and, but more like, like a blanket of like, almost like it did something to consciousness right to your consciousness because you were feeling pressure and you were feeling you know the mindset um is attached to consciousness I don't know it felt like this ball of shielding healing light um I saw it more as like a ring like around like this yeah I saw it as a whole circle like this like like a clear glass bubble helmet kind of 
but it, but I think it's just the interpretation of it. And that's the other thing that can happen is that we receive healing, but the healing looks very different and it can, and it's, it's like, it's like psychic surgery done on a soul level. And the visual that you get is, is, Mm. is right for you. And the visual that I get is right for me, because again, it's subjective. It's just our interpretation of it, but we can be sure to know that it's with intention that it's, you know, positive, loving healing, healing that's being done. And I love how they're basically, instead of just like, forcing you, oh, you know, to like, I don't know, get the information. It's almost like the journey that you're on, like allowing yourself to just go on that journey to, to naturally unfold into their vibration. I also, um, channeled a meditation, um, maybe like three days ago and it was all about like opening your heart. And like, I had no intention to like write about that, but that's what came through. And it made me feel like it was them because they're all about that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they want, yeah, maybe they want to work with you like on the healing aspect of that for you. And then how to share that with the world through your, your meditation. So the other thing I just wanted to tell you, and I, I, I don't mean to make this about what I got, but I couldn't help it because I just happened to get, when you asked them something about the healing, they were showing me that our mind, like our negative mindset or our like negative self-talk are like these little soldiers in our body. And they were all these little soldiers in my body, like marching up and out because it's like, they're running the show. They were telling me when we kind of let that self-talk direct us, it's like, we're listening to those little soldiers who are like attached to, you know, those lower places or those negative, that negative self-talk. So I don't know, it was very weird, but I just wanted to share that with you in case the visual, like does anything to you because now I'm like, Oh, like, that's a good way to think about it. Like if we're experiencing that little, that self-talk that's like, poor, you know, bad, or I don't, you know, for lack of a better word, it's like, you could look at it like, Oh, that's not me. Those are, that's like the little soldiers inside of me. <laughs> I don't know. So you, you'll, you'll like do it. So last time, did you do the same thing where you went in with me? I, I didn't like I, when you read the prayer, I didn't read the prayer. I let you just open it. But for some reason today, I think I allowed myself to just be in the experience with you a little bit. And I, I want, I was wearing my teacher's hat, but I was also, I don't know if it was because of the Palladians, but it was like, I felt like I was in the records with you just naturally. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I guess it just happens. You know what that happens with clients because usually if clients receive and they just sit back, but sometimes clients will be like, oh, I'm starting to get information. So that can just happen. Right. Yeah. So, so I would just keep working on maybe what the resistance is or what they're talking about when they say that you, maybe you're not ready yet and that, or you have, 
you know, like I would deep dive into that part of it because it has to be, um, probably the, the opening of your heart chakra to receive the information, which is going to be just like one step in your journey to connecting to these beings that are in the records, because you can connect to the records easily, pretty easily, but maybe it's part of your path of healing to open your heart more to again, connect to them, which is a good thing, right? So it's like a, it's like a place to go back to now to, to, to ask for more healing and to, um, and so like, that's the journey. So it's not going to be like the next time, maybe it's going to take a couple times to, to heal or to do whatever you need to do to tap into their frequency more. And I'll try the dream thing too, and see how that works. Yeah. With with the intention. Yes. The dream thing, it's, it's like a programming of your consciousness. And even because you, when you told yourself, when the the guys were attacking you and then you were like, I don't know what you say, you walked backwards and then Mm -hmm. you're like, I can change this. And then you said, let me, I want to go to Paris. And then you woke up. Well, you could do that in the dream state. So let's say you go, you have like maybe a scary dream again you could try consciously saying, oh, in your dream state, oh, you know what? I want to connect to the Pleiadians or I want to, whatever it might be, try that maybe in the, in the dream state. Okay. Yes. And then, um, just like setting the intention before I go to sleep too. Right. Yes. So you could like fall asleep, kind of talking to yourself about what you want to do, or you could just journal, write, you know, what you want to do, what your intention intentions are and kind of like forget about it and then go to sleep. There's no like right or wrong way to do it. Um, but it's like the intention never goes away. And that's kind of what usually dictates, but don't get, if it doesn't happen in the first night, don't get discouraged because it might happen in the second night or the third night. Okay. Because time is just like irrelevant to them, <laughs> to the to the divine realm. <laughs> it's so interesting because when I was younger, I used to try and like dictate my dreams, but I didn't realize like I, it's funny to think back, like I used to love Hello Kitty when I was younger, yeah. I that was my thing. And I would be like, I want to dream that like I'm with Hello Kitty. And then like, I would think oh. about it before I was like, keep thinking about it and then try to fall asleep like that. But it's like the same thing. Yeah, it is. And you can do that. And it's kind of like, the other thing is that there's power to everything. There's purpose to everything. So if you're dreaming about like something shadow, like with like someone attacking you, it could be like a a significant reason to show you where fear is dictating your life and your waking hours. So it's not necessarily that I want you to like bypass that. I want you to like see the meaning, you know, within that as well. But the truth, it's almost like the same analogy with our dreams is like the same analogy with our waking hours, which is like how we program our mind, how we manifest, right? Like how, what is the reality we're creating? What are we consciously creating? It's the same thing in your dream state. 
because that's kind of where, do you understand? Yes. Do you think that we're in multiple realities right now? Like, I think that what happens is that, you know, this might, this will change. I I never want to, I don't know if I'll ever understand. I don't even know if we understand when we cross over. I think if our souls continue to evolve that into maybe more enlightened beings, maybe we'll understand this better. But I think that when, that our soul is like this fragment of divinity and in the energy that we stem from, which is unlimited at source, it it can never be experienced in any other way other than expansion because we exist in eternity. So as our, as our little soul was a fragment of light born from this one source and we, we start to expand out from that, we pass through all the dimensions and experience all the dimensions. Let's say there's 12, there's probably more. We experience all the dimensions and then it's our awareness in the present moment of the dimension that we are anchored in that makes us feel like that is our defined lifetime. But that's why we can project our consciousness to other aspects of who we are in the past and present. So like sometimes you can call upon the aspect of who you are that's Palladian. Like you might be existing on other realities. You might be existing in other realities on earth too, which gets really like, what? But it's like, who knows? Because how can we experience one dimension if we are divine, which we are, and divinity is all that is, and it it holds within it all vibrations and dimensions, then we must be experiencing all dimensions and vibrations. But the only way that I can wrap my head around why it feels like this is who I am, the identity of who I am is in this lifetime is because my awareness is anchored into this third dimension reality. But when you open the door to consciousness and because your consciousness is free and unlimited with intention and expansion, you can open the portal to other realms that you exist in. But um, how do I say this? Um, It's good that you go at like the pace that you're ready for you can go however fast or however you slow in your expansion of consciousness. But it's true what the Pleiadians say, like we can only perceive or understand um, the vibrational frequency that we have expanded into. So it's almost as if you need to raise your vibration into that loving essence to meet the realm of that loving essence of the Palladians, which is a good thing too, right? Like we're not asking, we're not asking to go down. So the more you raise your vibration and expand your consciousness, the more you're going to access the higher dimensions, which is where these star seeds exist in. Okay. Makes sense. But did the first, did the first part make sense about the realities? Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of like the bubble thing. 
That's what I think that 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 was because it was mm-hmm. saying that you only feel this one, but there's other ones going on. And yeah. I think that I think it was like I I can't decipher it yet. Maybe eventually I will decipher it. But I feel like it was intertwined with like what I'm feeling right now. But then also the idea that like I'm also in these other places. Okay, perfect. This is what I need to say about that. All dimensions, which remember a dimension is a sum of vibrational frequency. Okay. All dimensions, but it's easier to just think in dimensions are intertwined. So they are not, they, they, they're separated in some ways in our awareness, but they're all overlapping and intertwinable or interchangeable. They're more intertwined. They're overlapping because they're all that exist again. So you will naturally, it's not that you've never experienced the Palladian vibration, which might be on the fifth dimension. You have many times, but maybe what they're saying is they want you to kind of experience it more, raise your vibration to in a larger way to meet that realm. But it's, we all dimensions are overlapping and we do experience them at different times in our life. It's just a matter of like, how much can we at one time, which is like the exercise of, of raising our vibrations and, and consciousness. So that's what they were saying. Like, it's not that you can't, it's just like, how can you more experience those other realities? And you can do it through the qualities and characteristics that those realities and dimensions exist in, which mm-hmm. might be more loving or more this or more that. Okay. So it all, it all comes in time. Yeah. In practice. Yeah. If you want it to be, because we have divine free will, because some people will never go there. They just yeah. don't want to. Yes. Okay. So homework would be, um, to just keep going, just like, you know, further, further into it. And if you want to just keep going into mindset, you might want to start to also go into co-creation and manifestation in the records where you talk about, you go to them with something that you want to manifest and you ask them for the block. And then in asking them for the block, they tell you where that block is tied to, which opens the door, not just to mindset, but to patterns and, and dynamics in mindset. Like, what are you thinking on the loop that's replaying in different situations? Or you can start to see that maybe your blocks are coming from, um, conditioning from your environment, or maybe your blocks are coming from a past life or a karma. So start to um, allow the, instead of going right into the mindset, go into the feeling or the, the thing you want to call in or claim, and then what is the block and then allow them to kind of be more specific about it. Okay. Sounds good. Wow, this show was jam-packed with information and I enjoy so much sharing 
with my clients and with you Akashic Record transformation and what that looks and feels like. So remember, go to the show notes for all my offerings and to check Krista out, who has also her own YouTube channel of guided meditations and please share the show if you love what i'm talking about and think someone else would benefit please share the show write a review and remember your light is fearless have a beautiful day everyone